Gavanen. Welcome, friends, to another episode of the Lord of the Wrongs podcast, the only Tolkien podcast the professor himself would dismiss as juvenile and crass. I am Dan Zerby, and I am here with my co-host and friend, Sean Kelly, and we will be discussing uh, the writings, adaptation, news, and anything else involving the works of J.R.R. Tolkien in a manner we're quite confident he would not uh, approve of. Hey, Sean, how you doing today? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing well, Zerbe. That's great. Yeah, how, how are you doing? Any, oh, any I'm fine. Any stuff going on in your life? Uh, well, kind of. I, uh, this is, we're going we're gonna to have to start every episode this way at this rate. Uh, have some corrections from, uh, from last week, or any uh, correction, yes. I should say. Yeah. Yeah, so once again, kind of crapped the bed and uh, made some bold claims that were completely unfounded. One might even call idiotic. Uh, no, no, <laughs> let's, not, let's not go that far. Okay. Yeah. It's still it, informative one way or another. <laughs> it's informative and incorrect. You, you learn by your mistakes. That's true. Yeah. No one ever, uh, no one ever improves because everything goes right. Uh, so last week at the end of uh, the episode, we, well, we, I, I don't want to drag Sean into this. I made the very bold claim that uh, J.R.R. Tolkien was a big fan of uh, Parliament's uh, 1976 Mothership Connection album, which has a few problems. One, uh, J.R.R. Tolkien died three years before, uh, yeah, before that record that, came That's out. a bit of an issue, I would yeah, say. Yeah. Uh, an issue we've been running into a lot with our with our fun facts here. Yeah, you know, it's like it's you know, just it's almost like we're the making it up. No. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like we're making it up, but we're not. We're just getting bad information. Yeah, I mean, we just keep using yeah. unreliable sources. You know, yeah. I gotta. I, I I've been checking this book for these facts, but I realized it's a uh, it's just a composite notebook that uh, I just wrote. Uh, a bunch of made-up facts in, so I sh I'm, I'm going to switch to a different source. Uh, yeah, I guess um, just fever dream journals are not. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, not going to be good information. Not the most reliable. What was the yeah. other issue with uh, with that? Um, I mean, I'm, yeah, it was it was three years after he I mean, passed away. Yeah, that night, you know, there's no reason to believe he was a fan of. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's I can't not... think of a less likely person to be uh, a big funk fan as a stuffy English professor. <laughs> yeah, well, not that stuffy. He had a sense of humor and such. But he you did, know what I mean. but I don't think he. Had he a... wasn't that cool. That he, he wasn't that groovy. I guess. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was cool, but yeah, but he didn't a, want the a, funk intellectual he, way. Yeah, no. he didn't want the funk. He didn't have to have that funk. No, and, and yeah, you know, many of us do, but you know, teach their own. Many of us do, myself included. I mean, I I need the funk. I gotta have that funk. Well, I also have a bit of a correction, Serb. Uh, uh oh, yeah, I... he's really gonna damage our reputation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, our stellar, spotless <laughs> reputation. I uh, I also made a bit of an error in uh, assigning Gandalf as a golden retriever in uh right uh, the last... bit was funny i mean it yeah, tickled but, me no, i like the idea of the fellowship of puppies 
which is why I have actually come up with the proper dog breed for every member of the fellowship. Oh my and god! I'd, I'd like to see if you approve of my choices here. All right, well let's uh, let's hear them. Let's see what you got. <laughs> yes, yeah, so what dogs are the fellowship? <laughs> Gandalf is an Irish wolfhound, I think. Yep. Gandalf the Grey certainly. He's yes, a, absolutely a shaggy, well, rangy. <laughs> gray yeah. <laughs> yeah no i i think it fits he's tall he's also tall yeah. so that works yeah those dogs are tall as hell yeah they're leggy yeah um i don't know what i mean he might be a golden retriever as gandalf the white but uh yeah it would it, well it would probably be yeah like a white lab instead of a golden yeah that's right sort of, or a, a white labradoodle something yeah. like that yeah, yeah. uh so i've got know. aragorn as a husky yeah a man oh, from yeah. the north, you know, the, strong, the steely blue eyes too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, loyal, all that good stuff. Uh, I like it. I've got Boromir is a mastiff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, that works. A, that works. I mean, if a, you, uh, yeah, yeah, if you're stuck vicious. on a mountain, he's yeah, yeah, he's he's strong too. If you're stuck on a mountaintop, you're gonna want a big dog to shovel all that snow out of your way so you can <laughs> escape. <laughs> There's precedent. Escape the angry mountain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've got Legolas. I was thinking of him for the uh, Golden Retriever, but I actually have him as a Greyhound. Yeah. You know what? That works. Uh, I was thinking either Greyhound or like uh, an Afghan. You know, you know, those. Oh, yes. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Because he's got yeah. that. Well, I, he's an elf. So, regardless of the movie or the book, he's going to be pretty with long hair. Yes. So, yeah, that that, that would work. exactly what his <laughs> what he's supposed to look like. That <laughs> yeah. that pretty much covers the elfishness. Yeah, uh, yeah agreed. Only I have as a bulldog. Right. Yeah, uh, that's I mean, English that's, bulldogs that's like a, perfect. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's right across the plate. Yeah, um, that's yeah, that's that's real. That's 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 a good one. The hobbits were a little tougher. Yeah. Uh, do you go Mary... small breed or do you go on personality? Yeah, I want small like... breed for everyone. Yeah, I think but I tried sense. to do the personality as well. Uh, I've got Mary's a corgi. Yep, I could see that. You can see it. Yeah, the short legs yeah, and all for that. Sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, Pippin as a Yorkshire Terrier, just a little. Yeah, a terrorizing I... little uh, little demon. But like yeah. at the end of the day, you still love them, you know? Oh yeah, sure. Uh, Sam, I have as a pug. Just threaten him a lot. Oh yeah, that's pretty good. I was gonna say I didn't know what you were gonna have for Sam. Pug is excellent. I was gonna say if not pug, at least uh, like a French bulldog, something like that. Yeah, that's. But I figured Gimli's already a bulldog, you know? The, yeah, no, I figure fair. bulldogs are dwarves, you know? So it's yeah, they're stout, they're short. But and they thick, but they're they yeah they're still bigger than a pug like a, a bulldog's basically a big pug you know yeah that's that's fair all right yeah I'm with you I'm and with then you. Frodo was tough um I said auctioned because I thought it would just be funny yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is funny he's it's, just uh, <laughs> he's stubby just legs got, are always pretty funny so <laughs> he's got the golden collar on uh. Mm. Yeah. Uh, or, uh, you know, the more, I guess, realistic answer was like a spaniel. Like yeah. A I mean, spaniel I, or a, uh, yeah, or King Charles or something like yeah. that. Or, yeah. 
So, I like yeah, it. I think those are all excellent choices. I don't have a single gripe with any of that. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what I like good. to hear. So yeah, you know, if you're if you're trying to cast for a, I mean, it would have to be a cartoon, which uh, we know Tolkien loved, uh, <laughs> yeah, so much. Um, yeah, yeah, and you know, you know where to look, and um, you also know where to send the checks. Well, just send me an email and then you'll know where to send the checks. Yeah. Right. I also have a bit of a hmm, I, I've realized in, in our, you know, recasting and in these adaptations and all that, we've we've thought of a number of actors and actresses who, you know, who knows where they'll be, if they'll be what they look like in, you know, at nearly 30 years from now. Yeah, most of them probably won't look like they do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe Paul which, Rudd and that's it. Which is why I'm predicting that in t- the year 2043, uh, Madame Tussauds will reveal its true colors as a uh, genetic information repository for celebrities. And God they will it, be creating it. clones after knew it. they upload the brain scans they've been taking while they the oh yeah of the course who are modeling yeah for their wax carving <laughs> yes and then the wax carving is obviously just there to um you know have uh whatever outfit those people are gonna right. end up using indeed <clears throat> that is a uh that is that I've always thought that Madame Tussaud had something sinister going on <laughs> and now we know what it is yeah, it's <laughs> it's. Not I knew it was either going to be genetics or a uh, House of Wax type situation. Yeah, no, it's not just how two. creepy the wax figures are themselves. It's there's something <laughs> which they more. freaking are. Yeah, they they really are. It's it's like oh, that's is that a uh, John Cena? And then you just look a little a little <laughs> bit closer, and you're like, oh no, this is. Uh, his dead eyes are just truly haunting me. Um, <laughs> yeah. But you'll be even more haunted by the vacant clone that they create before they upload the uh, consciousness matrix. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> looking forward to the day where you could have a conversation with like Wax Bruce Springsteen or something. <laughs> you aren't? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's uh yeah that's that's the that's that's just a predecessor to a uh, Skynet. Yeah, it's just a much squishier <laughs> sort of flesh adjacent Skynet. That we're yeah, it's it's yeah. So, <clears throat> with that being said, <laughs> the, sta- the stage is set here. Okay, <laughs> it sure is. For what I don't know, I'm very excited to find out. So I had a bit of an idea for this episode and uh, you know, we're only what four episodes in and we're already, yeah. we're already doing a bit crossover. You know, the okay. people have been clamming for it. All five of them. <laughs> and, all five, <laughs> all five They're, people that it's have a listened passionate to five though. I mean, it's a really yeah. hardcore five. five <laughs> we know all of them. Uh, that's not that's neither here nor there. That's not important. <laughs> I think they're just really big fans of the podcast. 
Yeah, I like to think that as well. <laughs> That's what I'm so going I, to keep thinking. I've got a bit of a... We're going to basically set up a segment of... A, I mean, a giant segment of I Demand a Recast. All right. With a segment of... <laughs> Choo-choo! Adaptation Station. Adaptation Station. <laughs> we're pulling in to Adaptation Station, and we're going to stock this adaptation with a zany and kooky cast of comedic and also non-comedic characters. I mean, the floor is basically wide open. I love it. So I had an idea for us to explain basically how the gods work. We talked about all of the basically holy angelic beings, uh, uh, big G God, little G gods, and all of the angels of Middle Earth, the Valar uh, Mm -hmm. era himself and the Maiar. Yes. Uh, Collectively, they're known as the Ainur. Uh, And if you listened to last week's podcast, you would know that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you might not because we're still, you know, despite trying to be uh, sort of intro user friendly, it, it's still hard to grasp all of these. It is. There's so much and everything. I know there's <clears> such <throat> a dense, deep, <laughs> deep world. Yes. So much to know and to learn. You know, I haven't read the Earth Bible uh, and I don't expect anybody else to have read the Middle Earth Bible either. But... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I had an idea, Zerb, for yeah. a sitcom, and it would be set in Valinor, uh, both before the creation of Middle Earth. I would guess that would be the first season. And then as the seasons mm-hmm. go on, uh, we just sort of progress through the ages. Uh, but it focuses on all of the Valar. Uh, and the name for this uh, sitcom, I thought, would be uh, If Only I Knew. <laughs> uh, and... You know a pun is good if it makes you furious. <laughs> it made and... me laugh. It made me angry. And that's how you know it's a really, really good pun. <laughs> I to uh, as with all good jokes to explain it afterwards. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the so Valar are the gods of uh, Middle Earth, basically, and uh, uh, but a singular god is a Vala. Uh, yes. Vala. I I don't know how it's pronounced exactly. Yeah, uh, there's, uh, yeah. There, there's there's no accent over either a, so it's hard to say for it's, sure. It's like an even. Uh, thing which is kind of just hard for me to anyway yeah. uh, and the Ainur who are all of those beings combined the singular yes. is uh, Ainu I as knew. with Maiar and Maya and uh, Eru there's only one of him so uh, there yeah, is so there's no plural one. in fact it means the one yes so, <laughs> so that's uh, yeah <laughs> decidedly zero plurals there yeah 
but yeah. uh, I think of the things that Tolkien uh, continued workshopping and thinking about throughout his life, even after uh, publication, I don't think that's one that he. Uh, yeah, that he was pretty on. set. In the character stone. he named the one is the only <laughs> one of those. Yeah, his way to get God into Middle Earth, he wasn't about to mess with that in any way. No. So too good I a would, Catholic. <laughs> I would like to set the scene, basically. Uh, Please do. So the the Valar uh, lived in basically the Undying Lands. Uh, initially, they just sort of lived in a. I think it was a garden that was basically kind of floating in space, something like yeah, that. It was like I, it was I, like I, a yeah. house. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was like almost like a gigantic greenhouse is what they were living in almost, I think. And, uh, yeah, and that was before they basically sang the world into existence. And so I would like to imagine this as, I don't know, have you ever watched The Good Place? I have seen The Good Place. I haven't, but I do know. Uh, I do know. Well, I haven't, and I know nothing about it, but I'm assuming (laughs) it's a lot like what I thought of. (laughs) It it is. I mean, it's basically, I mean, I can't spoil it because I haven't seen it, but it's basically the afterlife and they're living in like a suburban cul-de-sac, right? Yes, correct. Yeah. I would imagine the, I would imagine Valinor as you know, yes. the house, the actual, I mean, where do they live? Tyrion upon Tuna or uh, Teniquitel? Uh, no, uh, I think those well, are both. Manway lives on Teniquitel at the top, but. Oh, well, you know, maybe I should have researched that before this. But anyway. <clears throat> Listen, we are were... not Tolkien scholars. We're just dorks who like this stuff. You know, yes. <laughs> we're. Yeah, we're we're always learning and uh, correcting ourselves, and so and trying to keep track of all of the places and names. Yeah, I'm not Tom fucking Shippy over here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you we can't all be Corey not. Olson. <laughs> yeah, we can't. We can't all be <laughs> brilliant professors. Uh, no, I. Yeah, we certainly can't. Uh, yeah, we, we we really. I don't think we're capable. I mean, no, <laughs> it's not just that they, we're not. I don't think we can be. <laughs> I yeah so I'm I'm basically envisioning the place where the gods live as a cul-de-sac and yeah so all of the uh Valar besides two of them are all paired up as husband and wife pairs yes yeah. and so I think each house is a cute little suburban you know clone home sort of thing yeah the, yeah and, yeah big mansions that sort of thing yeah yeah that of the Valar couples live in. Sure. In earlier works, there were children of the Valar. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, he ended up nixing that basically and just kind of keeping it simple. Yeah. Quote it's... unquote simple. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. As simple as, as the, anything in the Silmarillion could be. Say uh, simple for Tolkien is. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it's you know it's not very wide but extremely deep basically. yes exactly yeah <clears throat> so i mean why don't we just get started um by yeah let's do it 
demanding a recast. And, you know, I keep hitting my table for that, but I, I need some sort of. <laughs> I'm going to get you a gavel. I'm yeah, you I, a gavel. I need a gavel. <laughs> so or maybe just a hammer. I don't know. I'll just get you a hammer. <laughs> I have a hammer, but I don't think I should just be hitting my desk with a hammer for <laughs> I th- I'm sure we could find a sound effect, maybe in post anyway. <clears throat> so let's kick things off with, uh, I mean, the the biggest and baddest couple uh, in the yeah. neighborhood themselves. We've got Manwe Sulimo and Varda. Yes. Also known as Albareth. Yes. So, also known as Elendari. Yeah, she's got everybody's got at least one it's, name. Basically, it's what makes this one of the many things that makes the Silmarillion a little difficult <laughs> to read. It's like, I mean, wait, who is he referring to? It's like, oh yeah, no, they were mentioned in the previous paragraph. He just decided to use a different name for the same person. <laughs> the reason is basically because. Uh, people are naming them in different languages you know the right. elves have yeah. their name for them there is a valinorian name that they were yes, given there you is know, a Manway valinor is yeah. name. there's a Varda language specific to the valar yeah, and to valinor yeah. and then you know maybe there's a manish name or something uh right um but yeah so menway is the is known as the king of the winds so yeah. and the king of the valar yeah, he's he's basically <laughs> Zeus. Yeah, except not as pervy. Yeah, not as pervy. <laughs> Nowhere not as near much as pervy. Lightning, <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's he he sends eagles. He doesn't send lightning bolts. Yeah, <laughs> which is arguably cooler. I I I would argue it's pretty. I mean, don't get me wrong. I there are many times throughout my day that I would love to be able to throw a lightning bolt. But yeah. at the same time, if I could summon an eagle to carry somebody yeah, off, that's or, what I'm uh, yeah, eagles are a lot more flexible. There's yeah, at least smiting with lightning. Yeah, yeah, lightning doesn't <laughs> lightning doesn't make for a very good messenger. <laughs> it's really hard to understand <laughs> what might be communicated with a with a bolt of lightning <laughs> yeah, to the top of your pretty, head. Yeah, there's not a lot of uh, subtlety there. <laughs> no, it's not. It's <laughs> so I for. The casting of Manway, I was thinking that they're sort of the like the the straight man couple in this sort of comedic troupe. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like Manway probably he did, he's I just think, tired of putting up with their shit, kind of. Yeah, I think Mandos is probably the only Vala that doesn't that has less of a sense of humor than Manway would. Well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. So I was thinking Thomas Hayden Church. For him, who, if you don't know yeah. who that is, it's uh, he was in Easy A as a he was like a teacher and he was Sandman. Yeah. In, uh, yes, he was Sandman. Spider Man. Yeah. Second or third Spider Man? Third, third one, right? I think. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's the third one. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I realize I'm not going to have to explain any of my uh, references to you, Serby, because you've just, you just know yeah. so many actors and musicians. I do. Yeah. But you're gonna I'm gonna have to look up basically anything that you say, probably. Fair, uh, fair enough. I'll try to I'll I'll try to give examples of where you know this person from when I when I come up with it. So what do you think of that one? I feel like he's Yeah, he's a great actor. He can do uh he can do a lot. So I think he would And he's got a great like I, I'm tired of this shit. Like I'm getting too old for this shit kind he of He really does. He really does. 
Yeah, agreed. He's uh seems like the kind of guy who would make for an excellent exacerbated like just yeah, exacerbated yeah. leader sort of. Uh yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> like, okay, all right. <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of that, I feel. Yeah. And so he's in, you know, the house at the end of the cul-de-sac, along with his wife, Varda, or Albarether. Uh, I believe uh Frodo invokes her name when he lights up her uh his uh Galadriel star glass. Yeah. Yes, he does. Uh and she's the star queen. Yeah. Star Queen. What a cool title. It is, she is it is star awesome. Queen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yas Queen. She, <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> she is basically queen of the heavens. Uh, yeah. Which is why the elves love her so much, because when the elves awoke initially, they were the only thing they could see. There was no sun or moon. There were no lamps. There were no trees. There was no source of light uh, except, except for the stars. The stars. Yeah. And so they looked up and they were just captured by their beauty and they have been ever since. Ever so, since they love their stars. Yeah. That's why elves generally prefer silver to gold for the most part, because they just love the stars so much. I personally do too. So. Yeah, I, I prefer to silver to gold in general. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, so Varda is, I, I picture her as the one who is sort of making things actually happen while Manuel sure, is. Yeah. Taking the credit. Sort of, <laughs> yeah, taking the credit and, <laughs> and and just like not really just tired of listening to everybody and actually getting it things done. Uh and so I was thinking for her, Helen mm-hmm. Mirren. Oh, Helen Mirren's good. See, I was actually th- I was thinking, and I feel like these two people are have similar uh similar vibes i was gonna say uh robin wright would also be a good casting choice uh, from uh she uh played kevin spacey's wife in uh, house of cards she oh, was in, yes uh, princess buttercup from the great princess bride yeah okay wow they, right? yeah that was her wasn't it <laughs> yeah yeah right <laughs> goes to show how old that movie is yeah, that movie is very old now. <laughs> and also very amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's a great movie. But great uh book too, by the way. It's 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 fantasy, so it's it's tangentially related to what we're talking it's, about. It's, I recommend yes, everybody somewhat. watch that movie if you haven't seen it. You're missing out on one of the great films of the twentieth century. And yeah, it's a great book mostly, too, actually. We're mostly referring to anybody under the age of uh like you know, twenty five. I would imagine. Yeah, I would hope anybody our age or above is uh, has already with that seen movie. that movie. Yeah. yeah, it's so good. It holds up, by the way, too. If you haven't watched it in a while, rewatch it. It's still it great. Does, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I like Robin Wright for that. It is a similar. Helen Mirren's a good choice too, though. Yeah, and yeah. I like, figure they, they do Stern very well. Yes, <laughs> yeah. and I figure they can both. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what age they're being revived at by the uh by yeah, yeah. the Tussauds, by Madame Tussauds. Uh, <laughs> initiative but <laughs> but I'm, you know they it, i'm sure they're flexible so uh yeah yeah well so next, we'll have options maybe one of them will pass on the project who knows so next um it's gonna get a little we're just gonna get a little bit 
Mm, I mean, goofier. Let's just call it what it is with yeah. the rest of my casting choices, at least. Yeah, so, let's keep it goofy. I mean, it's a, we're doing a sitcom. It, it better be silly. Yeah. Um. So for the next house, uh, we've got uh, the couple Aule and Yavana. Mm-hmm. And um, I figure they're just kind of always at odds. Uh, and yeah, they they are because yeah, uh, yeah. Just Aule is. Yeah, I mean he yeah, he's, he, he's the, he created the dwarves and was a smith. He's like the creator of things. He's like the god of makers. He, he's sort of a god of industry, like industriousness, not, not industry, not industry, himself, but yeah, industriousness. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so, which is sort of runs counter to Yavanna, who is the lady of earth, who is the yeah, loves her trees. Yeah, goddess of uh, nature, basically. Yeah, giver of fruits, I think, is her official title, if I'm yeah. remembering correctly. Um, yeah, Aule is sort of the god of the actual ground and mountains and, and the yeah. earth itself. And uh, Yavana is basically goddess of anything that lives on it. Yeah, all the she created all the plants and animals. She's Ents. the one responsible for Ents. Yeah, she... Uh, they were I mean, Luvatar would of... have to give them their their actual life but she requested that there be basically guardians of her trees because her husband's dwarves might cut them down <laughs> yeah so uh we've got the two of them in uh probably yeah, a house with a great lawn i would guess oh yeah the landscaping at their house would be the Just landscaping and hardscaping yeah, they perfectly tended gardens. They have a beautiful patio. <laughs> Maybe some really uh, great lawn art. <laughs> spoiled by the constant ringing of a hammer and anvil in the backyard. <laughs> yeah. Damn it, so, he's, always, he's always smithing out there, isn't he? <laughs> so for Yvonne, I had... Um, I got a couple of thoughts here. I was thinking uh, Joni Mitchell. like a younger Joni Mitchell that's a really weird but good choice (laughs) thank you isn't it yeah no that's I was just trying to think of I I just see her as like sort of a a hippie she's kind of like a hippie chick yeah yeah Um, singing folk songs and shit (laughs) yeah but I uh, playing a dulcimer (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, Yvonne definitely plays a, a dulcimer. dulcimer on the on the stone patio in the back. Yeah, one hundred percent. But uh, I guess a more realistic answer would be like Kate Hudson. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, I could see that so, for sure. She would be like she. Joni Mitchell is the sort of hippie lady. Uh, yeah, Kate Hudson could play the hippie lady. I was about to say that exact thing. Yes, indeed, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then for her husband, uh Aule. I, was... I have somebody in mind, but I want to hear what you came up with first. No, no, let's hear yours first. I've gone first. Okay, all. so I'm thinking because he's like uh because he's like the god of, of, of making stuff, uh to me, Nick Offerman. Yes. I is that where you, is that where's your yeah. pick? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I had another one though. Yes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but right. I think Nick Offerman almost certainly has to be it. 
just because we agreed on it. Um, <laughs> it's, and it, it would it just be really him well. with he's uh, got the comedy like chops. Sort of wife is <laughs> yeah. just very good, like funny to me. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jack Black. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jack Black. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. I, something about him, like his energy, his outlay, would just be entertaining to me. Yeah, that guy could swing a hammer for sure. <laughs> but the only thing, like, I think comedically it would play better as him being no nonsense yeah like nick offerman uh yeah instead of a a zany sort of a jack black delivery yeah yeah more uh straight yeah kind of swanson sort of uh, straight ahead yeah Yeah. i like um yeah so I guess we'll just move on to the next house then. Yeah, we're all, we're crushing it. Let's keep going. <laughs> so <laughs> the next house on the street. Yeah, I, so I'm gonna save the singles for later. I know there's important single people, uh, two of them. But uh, for the next one, we're gonna go to uh, the Huntsman's house with. Uh, so we've got Orame and uh, the Lady Vana. Uh, Orame is the uh, known as the Huntsman, yeah, the uh, great Lord of the Forest. Of Malar, yes, yeah. So you can see he's uh, he's pretty closely associated with like the Wood Elves, who are pretty into yes. Yavanna and Orame, which would yeah, yeah kind of tracks. Um, so you know the Sylvan Elves, so like Legolas and his people. Um, yes, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Vana is. The ever young, who's sort of responsible mm-hmm. for giving eternal life yes. and sort of maintaining it, I guess, uh, and you know, youth and things like that. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Um. So, <laughs> uh, do you have somebody for Orme? Uh, Orme is a bit of a tough one. I feel like I, could... I have a dumb one. Uh, okay, let's hear the dumb one. <laughs> uh, I, I was thinking Louis Guzman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what just, a weird choice. I love it. Just the idea of him running around in like sort of a like hunter's like loincloth kind of thing <laughs> it's, with a it's bow slung good. across his back is just yeah. very good to me. It is. I like that very much. Yeah, so I feel like uh, Louise Guzman is such a hilarious choice, too, because his wife is perpetually young. So we I don't know who you had in mind, but just the the dynamic is the the dynamic and difference between those two. Like, it's so funny. Who knows? You know, with uh, Tussaud Tech, it it could be we could have a young, virulent louis guzman yeah it doesn't necessarily have to be a mid-age virulent louis guzman <laughs> yeah. like we have now. right but yeah for vana i, I was thinking Kristen shawl who's oh my God. yeah she's That's just very joke. funny yeah she is she's hilarious and um, she's very youthful in personality yeah, yeah just like, sort of personal. like a childlike humor about her sometimes yeah. so like yeah i think it plays yeah, definitely works for sure. She's got the hilarious voice too. Yeah. So I love it. 
Yeah, that you know, they're the couple who they've got like their house has uh like four rooms. It's you know, their bedroom, one bathroom, a kitchenette, and then just a giant trophy room. It's just a complete open floor plan and it's just <laughs> wall to wall heads of every animal that ever has or <laughs> will exist. Yeah, because Orame has hunted all of them <laughs> at least once. Yeah. And yeah, meanwhile, Fauna's just sort of putting up with it, but she's got her own, she's got like a shed with her yeah, art in it or something. <laughs> she's got a she shed out back. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. She's, she's got big she shed energy, uh, Fauna, for sure. Yeah, I agreed. <laughs> so. Well, we yeah. nailed that one too. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now, um, I think we're gonna move down the street to. Uh, we've got the the brothers, who are the uh, the they sort of lord over the realm of the mystic. Mm. Uh, who are we've got Irmo and Mandos yes. or not also known as Lorian. Yeah. Um, so we'll start with uh, Irmo and Este. Yeah. Irmo is the Lord of dreams, visions, and desires. Groovy man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also known as Lorian. So I, I would say Lorian. So Lorian is named, uh, if you recognize the name, uh, Lothlorien yes. is the forest, you know, that uh, Galadriel lives in. Yes. And kind of created almost to a degree. Yeah. Like but, she, she made that, that yeah. forest what it is with all the, uh, with the Malorn trees and such. Yeah. With her elf magic where uh, Irmo, um, well, really Yovana created it, but yes, Irmo ruled over a forest of the same name different forest uh yes. many years before in the first age and i, I yeah. think they made it after the like the first age had begun right i yeah i'm I'm almost certain that's correct yeah yeah and so they were dwelling in uh middle earth for a while um before they all just kind of ran away but <laughs> yeah in this case, he's just got sort of a, a the backyard's a little wooded and kind of spooky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's um, not um, not as well tended as uh, Yavanna's gardens. No, yeah, Yavanna's got the clean. You know, she's got woodlands, but and there's a bunch of critters constantly. Yeah, you know, she's got squirrel feeder, bird feeder, <laughs> yeah. hummingbird feeder. Every animal, all of the feeders. <laughs> yeah, every animal trough you could think of. She's got a, a birdhouse for the deer. <laughs> yeah, birdhouse that might be bigger than their uh, actual house. Than Vana's she shed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she does uh, love her birds. <laughs> so Irmo, I was thinking uh, Keanu Reeves for Irmo. Oh yeah. Because he's got the he's got the mystery, yeah. but he's also, I mean, Bill and Ted style. He's got the <laughs> that sort of hey groovy man. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. 
Nice dreams. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Keanu has uh, built a <laughs> Ted Theodore Logan. <laughs> His earmo, I love it. <laughs> yeah, and so we've got. Uh, then we've got his wife, who is Este. Uh, yes, the gentle. Yes, she's the lady of healing and rest. Uh, yeah. So, you know, basically goddess of sleeping and and yeah. you know taking recovery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Recovery yeah. is actually an important theme in Tolkien, but uh, yeah, she's the mm-hmm. goddess of that. So, she I sure just. Is. Yeah, I envision her as basically just napping all the time. And <laughs> she's a very sleepy lady. Yeah, Irmo basically being her, uh, you know, like dream analyzing therapist. <laughs> but like she's never with him. Like it's almost questionable whether or not she's it, it, like exists for the first season. Because <laughs> right. she's just always we don't sleeping. See her. She's always <laughs> asleep in the other room. <laughs> it's, it's just like <laughs> she's just napping at all times. Uh, like, hey, Irmo, where's uh, where's your lady? It's like ah, she's napping <laughs> in the other room. Yeah, she's like, napping she, in the other I'm room. She's over here. I never see her. It's like yeah, she's just tired. I don't know. <laughs> and she's dreaming about mm, frolicking with deer. So that's nice. I don't want to. Nice. I don't want to interrupt that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he like uh, puts his, his finger to his temple to to see what she's dreaming about. Yeah. It's like yeah, she's dreaming maybe, about um hold making on a, a little happier. Yeah. It's like, you know what? She's having a bad dream. Let me let me just fix that real quick. I'm just gonna tweak a couple things. All right, yeah. She should yeah, be she she's should having be a good, good time. Uh so for her, I was thinking Jennifer Connolly. All right. All right. I feel I feel like she's uh one of those like actresses who's like I mean, I feel like every Actress with movie magic just looks like they sleep beautifully. (laughs) Well, she does look like uh, she does look like somebody who would who who would be asleep in a in like a a fairy tale. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, definitely. Uh, She's beautiful. I think she goes uh, well with like Keanu Reeves. Uh, Yeah, that would work. Yeah, I envision her as being uh, sort of uh what's the word for it you know like not very just sort of uh like zoned out a lot and, and <laughs> she's always yawning yeah <laughs> um you know when we actually see her <laughs> when you see her she's always yawning when, when she's not sleeping in yeah right <laughs> yeah so that covers their house which um i like it i think that works all right uh, well, let's, so, let's move on to our to next casting yeah, so we've got the um, we've got the goth house coming up. I'm, I, Ooh, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm picturing this as a like the house down the street where the parents are just like, no, we're not trick or treating there. We're going. <laughs> yeah, those we're guys are weird. One. Uh, we've got Mandos and Vide. Yeah, Mandos uh, and Vide. Yeah. Um. So Mandos is. As we mentioned before, the doomsman. Yes, the judge of the dead. Yeah, his his actual name is uh, Namo. Uh, That's his sort of Valinorian given name. Right. But uh, the elves call him Mandos. Yeah, he he and Lorien, both brothers are named after where they live. 
so he yeah. lives in the halls of Mandos, which is the, yeah. basically the halls of the dead. Yeah. And um, yeah. And, you know, Lorian lives in Lorian, the forest. Yes. <laughs> Go uh, figure. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. Uh, and so Vaide is uh, the weaver and she weaves the fate of Arda. Yeah. Yeah. So she's uh, these these two are. Very much like Vala of like duty, like they they're not they these are these are two uh, they don't have a sense of humor really, no. and they uh they really just everything that they do is by command of Edu or Manwe, yeah. pretty much. They it, it's sort of like how Hades was almost trapped in hell and sort of stuck doing his job. I mean, same yeah. with uh, Lucifer, really. True. Um, that was a little different because Lucifer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, 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 he's certainly more like Hades, or uh, honestly, mostly like Anubis. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think that's that's fair. I'm trying to think. I don't know of any Norse god that it would be closer to, just because you know Tolkien referenced or or borrowed from uh, Norse mythology quite a bit as well. But I yeah. can't think of. I can't. It, I don't, Norse, I'm not as familiar with it. Norse don't really have the same like concept of um, yeah, it's like, not the same hell thing. or Hades. Um, yeah. Hell, H E. Well, they have H E L hell, but like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, he's not really. Yeah. He's more of a judge than a right. Like keeper. He's not of a the damned. Yeah, he's not a tormentor or anything no. like that. Um, like, well, you you'll come here and uh, I'll decide how you've how good of a boy or girl you've been. So I've got two routes we could go for this homestead. Um, All right. So I was thinking, well, let's, you know, I'll, first I'll explain, uh, Vyrae, the weaver. It, she's sort of, uh, like the three fates in Greek mythology. Yeah. She, yeah. Yeah. She determines the fate of Arda. Basically. She writes the story of what happens, uh, yeah. by weaving it into, the uh, tapestry basically yeah um, so like there's Eru's will and men have free will elves not so much free will but either way all of this has to go according to plan and it's her job to make it work basically yeah because you know elves can't really change the fate of arda in any way you know they can no, make it's going decisions. to eventually end yeah it'll eventually end and they will die and <laughs> that's that's kind of it. Yeah, but men sort of I, I imagine men are her biggest uh <laughs> her biggest like you know monkey wrench in the work. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. she's just has to constantly she so I imagine her just at the loom at all times just <sighs> okay. <laughs> it looks like, <laughs> looks like Boromir decided to take the ring. I guess I'm gonna have to. All right, <laughs> okay. let's make this work. I, I can work with this. I can work with this. <laughs> and just constantly reweaving. <laughs> yeah, yes. she has to keep fixing things that she's already finished. <laughs> yeah, like I imagine. Yeah, I imagine she she finished the whole tapestry in the first season. Or something, yeah. and, then, and then it has to fix. Yeah, once the men, the the show. yeah, once the men came, she was like, "Oh no, I have to, I have to, <laughs> oh, I have to cut yeah. this out and 
Oh God! I have to rewrite the whole second act. God damn it! <laughs> yeah. So I I have two couples envisioned. Uh, so I was thinking for Mandus, uh, not at all the serious person you were suggesting. Uh, I was thinking Richard <laughs> Iowade. I'm gonna have to look up who that is. <laughs> He's a British comedian. He was in the IT crowd, and oh, that um, guy, yeah, yes, yeah, Absolutely. he's hilarious. Yes, he is hilarious. <laughs> I, yeah, I can see him being a. Yeah, he's got great deadpan. So he does. He is excellent deadpan. Yeah, yeah, I can see him yeah. being funny as like the guy who actually has to do his job while everybody else is just sort of putzing around. Uh, he, he like the only ones who are actually really Manway's always giving him stuff to do, and he's like, Man, I really wish I could have fun instead of <laughs> yeah, they're all having like a garden party, and he's just he's just <laughs> in the basement with his scales judging souls again. <laughs> he's like, I've got too much to do today, I can't stop by. <laughs> and then, uh, as his wife, I was thinking, Yvette Nicole Brown. Oh my god, yes. Community. She's oh, yeah. hilarious. Oh, that's so oh yeah. Her getting flustered and annoyed that she has to yes. re reweave <laughs> a, a blanket she finished. Yeah, her already. just her just like knitting the whole like at all times. Oh, that's perfect. Just constantly yeah. knitting and just getting that is flustered. Inspired. That is inspired. That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Well done, my friend. That is very I, that one I really, really like. <laughs> and the one you might that's just sort of ridiculous, but I just saw uh, him, and I, I was just thinking it would be funny to have him somewhere. Uh, Billy Eichner as Mandos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, just that would also work really, also really well. Also very angry about having to do his job. <laughs> <laughs> and then the sort of gender-bent the husband of him would be Michael yeah. Pena. I don't know why. I just thought it would be funny to have Michael Pena <laughs> in there as that well. Would be a, yeah, that would be a very, uh, yeah, it's a weird choice, but I can see it. <laughs> it's a, it's an know. odd choice, but I can see it working. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know. It's something to, he just sort of popped into my head. And I just think, I just like Michael Pena. He's just like a likable <laughs> yeah. guy. And, he is. He's very um, likable. Him with, like 10 thimbles on his fingers because he keeps poking himself. It's just a funny <laughs> image to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. So there's the, there's the productive couples house, which is, yeah. you know, just sort of like, like every time you walk over to their house, the gates sort of slam open and, and like a howling <laughs> wind <laughs> comes through and it's just like, oh, like the serious place. Yeah. They have that, uh, the camera, um, like you know that zoom where it's on a track and it sort of get, like changes the perspective like yeah. every time they walk through the gate <laughs> and it just gets old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like okay, um, this bit again. <laughs> so finally, well, we have three singles actually, but uh, we've got the last couple's house, uh, and they yeah. are—they're the party couple. Oh yeah, they are. Uh, we've got Tulkas and Nessa. Yeah. This was the when these two show up on screen, that's when the audience goes wild and applauds for sure. Yes, <laughs> they walk in, and that's when there's like a break, and the actors have to pause for a moment for the for the commotion to die down before they deliver their lines. Yes, 
Yeah, the the canned laughter is or, or like yeah. canned, the audience applause is just so deafening every time. Uh, oh yeah. So they are the wrestler and the dancer. Yeah, the wrestler slash laugher. Yes. Or, uh, yeah. He's yeah, just, he, is always laughing as he's kicking people's butts. He's having a good time. He's he's he, the champion of Alan. Yeah. The strongest of all of the yeah, strongest and fastest. He do, he doesn't even carry any weapons because his fists are his weapons. Yeah. He's also the fastest. Um, he's faster even than Orome, which is kind of surprising. Actually, his wife is the fastest. Oh, yeah. He's the fastest of the... Uh, I guess of the, male of the boys. Yeah, of the, of the boys. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He. Yeah, his he, wife is faster. That's true. I think his that's wife just lets him win foot races every time <laughs> to make him feel better about yeah. himself. She. <laughs> she just knows. She knows how to stroke his ego. Uh, yeah. I imagine. So yeah, I we already so. sort of came up with his casting. Well, uh, yeah, that's true. I I personally decided that it should be either Hulk Hogan or Macho Man Randy Savage. However, now that we're in a sitcom situation, I feel yeah. like there's actually a better casting choice. Somebody you mentioned already would be John Cena would be a good. Oh, yeah, I can right? see John Cena. So I, I said I had two picks for this. Um, I didn't I feel really like ha- have anyone. Mm-hmm. One of the picks was not The Rock, <laughs> because <laughs> he would not... he he would just steal the scene, you know. He, he, he would, would he would steal every scene. It, it's yeah. but like in a way that's not fun and in line with the <laughs> with the character. It'd be more like this is yeah. not the Rock Rock show, even though he's like not even that important in the, in the sort of <laughs> yeah. rankings of the Valar. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, and I also said Louis Guzman with a Guzman with a question mark because it would also be very good to have him as yeah Volkas. Yeah, he's thick and he's he's built that way, like you yeah. imagine a uh, wrestling god would be. Yeah, um, but I I do like John Cena for that. I think John Cena could play it well. Yeah, I feel like the uh, comedy aspect he would he would just do a good job. Yeah, at it. I didn't watch uh, what was the. Peacemaker? Was that... I didn't watch the show. I did watch the newer uh, uh, Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad that he was in. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I heard it was hilarious. So I think he's got the chops for it. He was funny in it for sure. Uh, yeah. 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 I think he can he can definitely do comedy. That's for sure. And then, yeah. So, you know, to complete and round out the party couple, we've got uh, Nessa, who. Yeah. Really is, I think, maybe the lowest ranked of all the Valar. Uh, yeah, as a dancer she, should be. I mean, she just <laughs> she just sort of dances. I don't even like it's kind of her whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Like looking into it, she kind of like I don't really know what she's the. I think she's the goddess of dancing. Yeah, she's the dancer, the swift. So she's fast and she dances, and that's yeah. And dances she like fast. she races deer. <laughs> And and beats them. Yeah. It's kind of yeah, like she could, yeah, she outrun deer. Yeah. She's uh So I thought of uh, what I think is a very good casting choice for uh somebody who is fast and a dancer, and that's Michelle Jenica. Another person I'm gonna to have to look up. <laughs> Once you realize who this is, I think you'll agree with me. She is the uh I believe she's Aust- 
Uranian. Michelle, what's her name? Jenneke, J-E-N-N-E-K-E. She, um, she's the one who went viral for her warm-up dance. She's like a hurdler and like sprinter. Oh, okay. That's why she's not coming up on IMDb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would do it. She's not an actress, but she will be. Oh, uh, yeah. She, in our show. Yeah. <laughs> She um she did this like warm up dance and went viral a few years back. I don't, do you remember that at all? She was like in the Olympics know. and did this like kind of like cute warm up dance thing and like everybody was like what, going wild for it. I guess. Uh, I I don't remember this. Uh, but we know she's fast and she's beautiful and dances. <laughs> that's uh, that and apparently you know, dances. That's, yeah, yeah. I mean so that's, that's, that's got to be a big thing. So. Uh, so, I mean, if you've All got right. a, a different suggestion, I'm, I'm glad to hear it, but it's kind of hard to come up with somebody who's just yeah. fast and dances. <laughs> I think if who dances a lot, I feel like Ellen would be a problem <laughs> these days. Ellen, yeah. <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres. I mean, well, maybe <laughs> after, like, yeah, after, you know, maybe they can tweak the personality matrix and after, like, 25 years of her <laughs> sort of being out of the, out of yeah. the uh, spotlight uh, out from under the gun, she might yes. be yeah, fun to have on again. <laughs> yeah, when she she learns to stop screaming at her at her staffers. <laughs> yeah, actually, if we kept that, that'd be pretty funny. It's like we have Ellen DeGeneres as Ellen as Nessa, <laughs> always <laughs> dancing and then yelling at people. <laughs> so comedically, yeah. I mean, she did have her own sitcom for years, so it's not like she wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, she's she's funny. She's definitely funny. It's, it's like that of all the critics, any criticism you want to make of Ellen DeGeneres, you can't say she's not funny. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that, that would work, too. All right. I think we have ourselves a uh, situation comedy. Yeah. Well, we're missing a couple of key singles here. Right. Yeah, there are a couple singles. You're right. Um, we've got Olmo, Niena, and of course, Melkor himself. Yeah, yeah. So I think Olmo and Nienna would be the will they, won't they sort of situation. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Olmo is the sea king. We sort of talked about him. He's you know god of water. Yeah, he's um yeah he's Arda's um uh, Neptune or Aquaman, whatever you decided. What yeah, whatever you want. Yeah, whatever you yeah. will. And I've got a couple weird picks for him. All right, let's hear what you got. Uh, I've got uh, Michael Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> I just—it's like just... perfect because it's—it's it's definitely a miscasting, but it's like perfect <laughs> yes. miscasting. Thank you, thank you. That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> yeah, where he, he just—it's like, like shirtless it. Michael Sarah, just like <laughs> giant standing in the sea, does not portray power in any way. No, he lives on a houseboat. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah there's just like a little lake out back and he just lives on a houseboat out there um <laughs> and then i think uh so yeah i also had kumail nanjiani oh yeah that would work that would work great he's hilarious as well yeah he's he's also very funny um but i i, I kind of prefer the just uh, sort of miscasting of michael Sarah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
but I mean, yeah. either way, you know, whatever, whoever they yeah. can get, whoever's, whoever's, yeah, whoever's DNA they have. Yeah. Whoever's available. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. Well, net. Uh, yeah. Nienna. Nienna is a tough one because who she's always crying, constantly yeah. crying, but not for herself. Not because she's sad for herself. She's sad for all the terrible things that are happening at all times. Yeah. Basically because Melkor ruined the world she's been mourning yeah. it ever since so yeah, basically never... since the beginning of creation yeah yeah she uh her her tears even watered the uh watered the trees and uh cleaned she cleaned the trees after uh melkor and ungoliant just decided to screw them all up yeah but she's yeah. also the lady of mercy and she actually she is when they captured melkor uh, after their first sort of war, uh, she um, she forgave him and yeah, wanted she could to not, spare him. Yeah, she could not see how wicked he really had become. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, you know, it speaks to her character and what her she really is about. Because she's yeah. sort of a goddess of... Um, uh, of uh, mourning... Yeah, mourning and and mercy and and yeah, mourning yeah, mourning mercy, the evil. Yeah, mercy I think is her more sort of important role and one that should be sure. Underplayed. Which I think one of the uh, one of the Maya who are who was a uh, student, I guess, or, or servant of Nina is uh, Olorin, who would know who'd be known in the Third Age as Gandalf. Yeah, a yeah. a wise which, which and tracks. merciful being. Yeah, very merciful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, one of the the only ones who could uh, forgive Gollum. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's always he's always like, yeah, you know what? Mercy's a good thing. Mercy's a good thing. And right, if not for uh, Nienna teaching the value of that to uh, to the wizard we would know as as Gandalf, um, Frodo might have killed Gollum. Yeah, the wizard formerly known as Gandalf. Yeah. Uh, Frodo might have might have killed Gollum, and they never would have destroyed the ring. So, yeah, mercy has yeah. its place. Yeah. Anyway, so she's just going to be crying, crying a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I had two picks. Um, uh, one was Elizabeth Olsen. So I feel like Ooh, I've seen yeah. her cry a few times, and she just sort she, of has like a sad. She, she's very good at crying. <laughs> yeah. No, I was trying to pick somebody who's good at crying. Uh, for sure she's a great choice you know it sounds like it would be like reductive in in any other case but i mean she's literally just like crying all the time and i think she's just living in his house just sort of like (laughs) locked in a room like crying and like hitting her hands on the bed (laughs) occasionally she comes out and she's just sort of sniffling has a few like sort of interacts a little bit and then she and then bursts into tears again yeah yeah so so, something minor causes her to burst into tears yeah Yeah, i don't know how much play the bit would get but you know that's just yeah overall that's that's a task for the writers all right (laughs) yeah i think we're executive producers here yeah i think almost the only one who can sort of comfort her yeah, and, and because like, he likes all the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> Michael Sarah awkwardly as Almo trying to comfort her would be very, very funny. Yes, I think so. Yeah, but yeah, I was thinking Winona Ryder also. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Like she's, a, she does a good cry. Like younger Winona Ryder, because I yeah, figure I, I see Nienna as being like sort of younger. I guess I don't know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You could argue that her mercy is uh, even a bit of naivete. Yeah. yeah, I mean they're all sort of like eternally youthful, so it's sort of a moot point. Yeah. But... And then let's get on uh, and wrap this up with uh, the yeah. one of the most important of the Valar, but also a huge dick, um, Melkor. <laughs> Melkor. <laughs> Asshole Melkor. Yeah. A.K.A. Morgoth. A.K.A. the Dark Lord. A.K.A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got a number of names, but uh, yeah. he None is of them very nice. Yeah, he was basically the god of fire um and like sort of like chaos basically yeah 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 he was a, like, you know, volcanoes he was a chaotic and, guy and fires and forest fires and uh sort of like energy as well like uh, not yeah i mean not. he's the most powerful of all of them so yeah. he's got uh yeah he's, <laughs> he's got, like he, the leader of the gang that also lives on the street yeah, he's like walking yeah, around with his Balrogs. Like yes, in, uh, he's like he's got like a biker gang, and he's always stirring up trouble for the neighborhood. They're always oh, like riding okay. in on their loud motorcycles. Okay, now that you put it in a motorcycle context, I have a pick, but I want to hear what uh, what, what I have you came four. up four. Okay, all right, <laughs> so great. Yeah. Let's, uh, do you want to hear? Do I, uh, no, yeah, I, let's. let's I, I can start got. with uh, some that are like not as good and uh i'll go to my favorite last so first i've got robert de niro (laughs) (laughs) it would be that would be very that would be a funny one it'd be funny but like i don't know i don't know if he's the right kind of villainous for this role yeah he's not cool i don't know that he's quite there yeah he's um, no no probably maybe a younger robert de niro like a taxi driver era yeah that's what i was kind of thinking yeah that that could work uh And then Sam L. Jackson. <laughs> I think I think it would just be it's pretty good with Malcor. It would be like, very, very funny. I also Malcor. don't know if it's like the exact right vibe for especially now with the context yeah. of the biker gang. Yeah, yeah. So what what do you have? Uh I was thinking Ryan Hurst, who uh you might know was Opie on Sons of Anarchy. He was also in uh walking dead he was like one of the guys that wears the zombies faces as a mask in the walking oh, dead yeah that he was in guy. he was in, he was the guy who gets into the accident and remember the titans as well yeah i can yeah. S- i can see that for sure yeah. especially yeah, opie like, uh, opie as uh, a melkor <laughs> it'd be a mix of that character with his character from walking dead i think that would work yeah no i can definitely see it yeah. yeah no else, i'm I'm liking the biker gang um yeah so i got two gang more. works i like that a lot balrogs on hogs how cool would that be <laughs> <laughs> uh one person who's just one of my favorite villains is uh mads mickelson oh yeah he's he's a scary villain for sure yeah he just like he just knows how to play it and i think yeah he's I very good he can do it uh yeah do it some justice for sure yeah yeah, that's a good and, choice. And um, finally, my f- personal favorite pick, uh, Jared Leto. Ugh. <laughs> real, <laughs> real life villain. <laughs> yeah, really dirt de- dirt bag. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't know. I hate I him just... so much that it would be pretty good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? I do he, not like, care for him. But yeah. you're not supposed to like Melkor, so he might yeah, do a good exactly. job. He's, it's not like he can't act. That's not one of the reasons I hate him. <laughs> so. Yeah. 
right, and he wouldn't even have to act that hard. He'd just have to be like a biker <laughs> douchebag, and I think he could yeah. pull that off pretty easily. I mean, yeah. he's basically method. Second right half now. of that, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's you know, he All keeps right. co- coming in stirring trouble. I think we, I think we I think nailed we got, this. We down. have some great options for this for the sitcom that's going to happen yeah. in thirty years. If only I knew. Only I knew. Again, I need to. It needs to be said how how much I love that <laughs> for, for, for this goofy Valar sitcom that we're yeah, creating. I, I appreciate it. Such a it. good name. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> and I guess all the gardeners and like there would just be a bunch of like gardeners and landscapers and everything, and they're just all yeah. my art. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think uh, I, hopefully awesome. we were able to you know help explain a little bit of the, yeah hopefully the uh you the get, religion you get, yeah um yeah hopefully this 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 fills out some of these uh some of these people or these these gods really should say <laughs> uh for yeah. for those of you who like many of us struggled much. through trying to read the silmarillion and figure out who these characters really are yeah because it, it's yeah. an interesting pantheon. It's not as you know fleshed out as Greek or or yeah, sort but, of mythology. Yeah, but those were all real religions, and this is a yes, this is some, you know, it's a fantasy it's book. This yeah. one guy made up. <laughs> yeah, this one guy made up this entire thing. I'd say it's pretty good considering that. Yeah, and he did uh, an impressive bang up job. He really did, and so did we with the casting. <laughs> I think I think so. Yeah we uh you know there are a couple of questionable ones but you know we can always circle back and uh yeah and you know also maybe all those people will be gone by the time this actually gets made <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll have to cast timothy Including us, everybody. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah timothy chalamet would make also a pretty good melkor i think actually yeah yeah it's true i didn't believe well, that he could play a badass king but then i saw whichever movie that king? was on netflix is that what it was called? <laughs> yeah, I believe so. Was it just called the king? Yeah, yeah. he pulled it off. I, yeah, you know, did. I, I was surprised. I was like, he's so skinny, he can't swing a sword. But then there's that really great fight scene, and he does just that. And I was like, okay, yeah. touche, Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> well, enough with the Timothy Chalamet facts. Let's get yeah. into a Tolkien fact to wrap this up. All right. Yeah, we should. Who, whose turn is it this week? I think it's your turn because last week I. Made that yeah, you can you can tell I'm already Portland. prepared with this. <laughs> God, we are just so organized. On Here, let me let me let me check my composite notebook. Uh, <laughs> so it says here that by 1937, Tolkien was ninth in line th- for the throne of England. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, that's unbelievable yeah uh no not unbelievable hard (laughs) to believe hard to believe but not unbelievable fair enough very it's still believable what an amazing (laughs) fact (laughs) yeah he you know uh, just a couple assassinations away that's what he uh he used to say and what christopher used to say about him yeah (laughs) it's just always a few assassinations (laughs) yeah from from rolling england being the big cheese <laughs> and what in england it would have been it, yeah I, you'd have to imagine a better one 
maybe <laughs> maybe. <laughs> uh, maybe i mean it's not it. like the actual royals did such a bang-up job so <laughs> why yeah, not sure, sure enough <laughs> <laughs> all right well with that i guess yeah we'll with say... that join us next time and uh namaria namaria